I'm Logan. I'm Ryan. And this is the Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey everybody, welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. Uh, coming very, very late. By now you've already all seen the finale, probably. Except Jess and us. So, um... But uh, I think we talked about this last time. Holidays, my work schedule, you've been sick nonstop. For... Do you want me to talk? All I got to do is talk and you can tell that. Um... <laughs> so, the 20... you, know, you know what the funny thing is? I don't leave the house. That's part of why you're sick, though. I know, but all this gets brought to my doorstep. Is It's just annoying um, people that don't go outside in the elements are more likely to get sick uh, as weird as that is but whatever it's cool I mean at this point the show's over like we get to it when we get to it um, which is probably going to be uh, well after Christmas for us talking about the finale and then we'll probably do like a couple of wrap-up episodes. Um, so, uh, just to try to get as many people on as possible and not have nine people on one podcast. So, and then we might do uh, a, like, just a final... I mean, I don't know. We, I, we haven't really, really talked about it. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, with the show being over... There is other stuff to talk about, other shows, and but like the three big shows were uh, Mr. Robot, Legion was always number two, um, and almost made its way to number one. Like it's right there with Mr. Robot for me, and Preacher, which we kind of inherited because Tim and I had originally started talking about Preacher, um, and I mean. Preacher's over, Legion is over, and now Mr. Robot's over. Um, not that we can't talk about other things, but it just feels like a good, like, okay, well, let's just close the book. And if we want to do something else, we'll do something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know where I stand at this point on all of that. Um, so, And it's not like you can't ever come back. Like we couldn't ever revisit it or whatever. Well, I mean, you've you've also developed a outside of podcasting uh, <laughs> life. No, so. I think I'm shutting the 2020 uh, shutting uh, it down. People <laughs> resolutions is I'm shutting it all down. It's done. So, and I'd like to get back to a nine to five or at least a back day job. Back to being married to my microphone. <laughs> yep. Because um, at least when, like, I screwed this up, like, well, I screwed it up, and we'll just have to figure out a way to redo it. When all that personal crap gets screwed up, whether I screwed it up or not, it's my fault. And there's always no way to fix it, and everybody just holds on to everything forever. So... Screw them all. I'll go back to being a hermit. 
You should buy a motorcycle. I, you know what? If I could afford one, I probably would. I think that's going to be one of my 2020... Uh, In the next... Yeah. Your five-year so, five plan should be to get a motorcycle. Yeah, I'm going to learn to ride a motorcycle. So... Yeah, first learn to ride it. It's like owning a gun. <laughs> first learn to shoot it, then buy the gun. Don't I mean, don't you think gun. that's good advice? Yeah, I mean, I would think so, but I, a lot of people... I mean, if I, went, if I went out right now, there's nothing stopping me. I have to, you know, the background check. There's nothing stopping me from going out and getting a gun and waiting the period and having a gun. Now... The problem is, I've never shot a freaking gun. I've shot a BB <laughs> gun. I don't think it works the same. But like a handgun, <laughs> or an automatic rifle, or even a shotgun. I've never shot one. Yeah. So, like, what's going to be the first thing I do when I get my handgun? I want to be like, I want to shoot this thing. Yeah. Well, Man, you're going to wind up hurting yourself. <laughs> And that's just a handgun. Not, I mean, imagine a shotgun. Like, I'm going to blow myself back on my butt. Yep. And, I mean, like, let's hope I don't just, like, shoot down a tree that falls on a house or something. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm all for learning, then, you know, practicing, and then owning. That I'm all for that. When it's something it's like dangerous. A car. You don't buy somebody a car. He'd be like, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the keys. Have fun. Uh, it's, uh, we're totally off base, but the other day I was walking through the aisles, through the cubes at work, and this lady said, did I tell you, not talking to me, talking to somebody else, did I tell you my son wrecked a car? And this other lady said, no, oh my God, what happened? He had his learner's permit for a week. I've had that car for a year. He totaled it in a week. <laughs> like, Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's so. kind of like, whoa, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Should have bought him a 1995 blah, 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 and let him wreck that. I mean, <laughs> that's the point of a first car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are dumb. So, anyway, we are talking about Mr. Robot Season 4, Episode 10. Exit, and uh, we're gonna spoil the hell out of it, as is our our kind of uh, mo for this final season. Probably gonna talk about that last part first. So, well, I mean, there really isn't much. No, nah, there's kind of I mean, a, there's a lot of nods to other things. Spoilers, yeah, but it's kind spoilers, of the spoilers, opposite spoilers. side of the last episode we talked about. Yeah. Where, sorry guys, if I mean I'm dealing with like cough drops and cough medicine and all right, it's fine. Staying um, hydrated, so <laughs> if you hear things you don't want to hear, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, at one point in time, I think there was me like burping or sniffling or whatever into the microphone almost constantly. So, um, you know, we're better than but, we. Used I mean. To be. Most of this episode was the flip side of the last episode. Yeah. 
It was just the other side of the coin. It's what Elliot was doing as opposed to what Darlene is doing. Although, like, seeing this, after having seen the last episode, even though it ends bittersweet, it ends on such a high note. Like, they're both where they need to be. They succeeded. Like, it's a... That's a good finale, you know, for those characters. And by the end of this episode, all of those people are dead. <laughs> They're all dead. It didn't matter. They're all dead. <laughs> well, see, you think that, but maybe he stopped the meltdown. That's why he wound up in the alternate universe. So he stopped the meltdown, but the plant still exploded? Exactly. I don't know how that works. Because we're not well, nuclear that, physicists. <laughs> yeah. They, well, here's the thing. I don't know how any of that works. The reason that Angela exists in the... Well... Everybody, almost everybody that's dead, like, has been dead, shows up. The only people we don't see are Gideon and... Uh, well, no, there's a bunch of people we don't see because we don't see Trenton and we don't see Mobley. Um, yeah, but there's no reason for those people to exist in their lives. But wouldn't it have been cool if they worked at all, all safe? <laughs> well, yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, um, anyway, so I really just want to start off the episode by saying we were right. Not 100%. Like, we had a lot of theories. But, you know... I'm not, right. not going to say we were the only ones. I know there's a lot of people. But, as is this show's kind of... Uh, again, MO, not to keep using that term. We operate in a vacuum, for the most part. Like, we don't seek out other theories or opinions. Occasionally, we'll look at something on Reddit. Uh, which, you read something earlier that I really enjoyed. Uh, and we should bring that up. But, like, for the most part, we exist in a vacuum, which is probably not good. But the one thing about existing in a vacuum is that when you touch on something and it turns out to be true, you can say that, like, oh, but no, we called that. Like, there was no outside influence. There was, no, there was nothing. We've been, t- uh, we've been talking about time travel. And alternate universe theories since season one. Like, hands down. Like, I think it was the finale of season one when we had that live call-in thing and Jess called in. That's when we first talked to her. And I'm pretty sure if it wasn't in season one, it was in season two. Uh, We talked about Fringe and... We kept going after you about you gotta watch Fringe, you gotta watch Fringe, you gotta watch Fringe. Um, so well, I know this show is directly responsible for my however many season Fringe binge that Four I seasons. had. <laughs> yeah, although the last season took you a while, but I think it like disappeared or something. Like well, you couldn't well, find it. Well, no, I could my system crash and I oh, didn't yeah, have it right. anymore. That's right. So that's I right. had to go back and get it again. And then it was it was so slow because it had built up to this 
greatness. And to me, Fringe died off in like a. <laughs> what is the dog doing? <laughs> yeah, just walking around. A crazy dog. It's like a dinosaur, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, is there a raptor in the house? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but to me, Fringe died off in that last season as just like a shell of itself. I mean, it wrapped it up the best it could wrap it up. But to me, it was still just, you know, until the last like three or four episodes, that last season was a total shell of what it what it could have been. It, yeah. It's like a J.J. Abrams. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he produced it. <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah, just like one, like, I know it sounds braggy, but it's nice to, and I guess it's one of those things. If you throw enough theories at the wall, like one of them's going to stick, you know, sure. Um, but at the same time, we were talking about stuff like that really, really early on. Well, I didn't expect it to be. I can promise you that. I did not expect it to be what we saw at the end of this episode. Um, I was completely blown away when they were both forced to face each other at the end of the episode. Yeah. I, I was just like, oh my God, what? The crap. There's got to be a reason that this version of Elliot survived to cross over. There's no two versions of Angela. There's no two versions of anyone except for Elliot that we see for now. Yeah. So to me, there had, of course, there's not two versions of White Rose killed herself. Angela got killed. Um, uh, what's his name that shows up in the hoodie, which I thought was great. Tyrell. Showed up, yeah, Terrell showed up looking like a cross between Elliot and and Mr. Robot. Died. Um, like, certain people that showed up, all those people died. He's um, dead, Mr. Coach Klein. I yeah. mean, we got to think that uh, Aaron Takahashi, he didn't die. We didn't see him die. I don't know why he shows back up. But it's, it was cool to see him, though. Yeah, it like, was cool. That was freaking awesome. And then, We didn't uh, see Angela's ex die, but he shows back up. He's such a... Like, I like that he's even more of a douchebag. When he's and not, don't tell any other any other ladies in the office. <laughs> when he's not like being a secretive douchebag, he's just an out and out douchebag. <laughs> yeah, like that ma- that made me laugh. Don't um, tell the ladies in the office. Like whatever, dude. Um. So. So yeah, before we get to the uh, in the episode, before we get to the uh, new universe or whatever we want to call it, we get Elliot pulling out all the stops to shut down White Rose's machine and coming face to face for the first time since season one with White Rose. 
Like, it doesn't feel like that because they've been so back and forth. But that's the first time they've looked at each other face-to-face since season one. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, I didn't really put that together until White Rose started talking about it. Oh. And so that scene, the one, like, big takeaway or question that I had, like, have you ever, or no, can you just imagine being so confident about something that you're willing to risk your life? Now, she's not, like, risking her life. She's so confident that they're about to open a door to another universe and erase this one. She just ends her life. That's insane. Well, um, you can say, can you imagine that? But I watch a lot of reality. Yeah. You watch crime programs. Yeah. And, I can't tell you, I I mean, I don't have enough fingers and toes to count how many I've seen that uh, some man or some woman believe the apocalypse is upon us and that the only way they can save their kids or their husband or their husband and their kids or the wife and their kids or their whole family the only way to save them is to murder them all and then kill themselves. So, no, I can't imagine it, but it happens in the real world. Yeah, and it's just so crazy. Um, I mean, uh, what is it? Jonestown? Yeah. I mean, that alone is... Or Waco... Yeah, I mean, I mean, the government has a lot. Uh, I don't even. Want but to those people that. were still like. But those people were still, yes, just crazy. Such firm believers in like those things that it's just like, what? Like, I mean, I just I can't imagine it. And so, I, I just I so we we just watched it together and of course I watched it uh, when it aired and I remember like watching that happen White Rose kill herself and thinking like Elliot's going to shut down the machine and then like that's it like we're going to find out that all of this was just this delusion and then yeah, so I look at I the time too. and I'm like there's still like 20 minutes left in this episode. Like, what the hell is going to happen? And then we get that absolutely brutal, touching goodbye scene with Elliot and Mr. Robot. And then everything just disappears, you know, and then it goes to commercial. And then we come back to what you called the Back to the Future opening, which is on point, so on point, to the, like, a degree that, like, it has to be a reference because it's just too homagey, you know? Like it's 
it's too much like the Back to the Future opening to not be some kind of homage to the Back to the Future opening. <laughs> yeah, you got the alarm going off. You see the hands, the feet, the body, no face. The music, puts on the music. Yeah, put on the music. And then you find out who our character is. And, it's and you're like, Ellie. oh, okay. You're like, oh, is this going to be, was it a dream? Is this going to be, like, what is it going to be? And slowly we get to the point where you see Angela's alive. He's the head of All Safe. He has an excellent relationship with his dad. He's an only child. Um, just all of this stuff. And, like, you're in a completely different universe. And we kind of get this 15-minute version of, a, like, a day in the life of this universe's Elliot, who is suffering from a migraine, and uh, the whole city of New York just uh, uh, felt the after effects of a, like, what did she say, a 45 Tremor from the Washington Township or whatever, which yeah. of course is, you know, uh, like that's the universe's crossing or whatever, or merging or whatever it is. Um, is it Ellis Island that in uh, Fringe where they meet? Yeah, is it Ellis Island? I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Ellis Island. Ellis Island or Liberty Island? I think it's Ellis Island, though. So, because I never, like, I knew they were different things, but I never realized they were, like, so different. Like, they're close to each other, but they're not close to each other. So, like, it's a it's a good little ferry ride to get from one to the other. Um, you just brought up Elliot being an only child in this alternate universe. What are the chances that Darlene and let, who who we haven't seen um, that could still be alive? Darlene, Triton, um, Elliot's old boss from All Safe, um, Gideon. Gideon. What are the chances that those type of characters? are working with um, the guy from F Tyrell. Tyrell to form this hacker group. Except they're trying to hack time and, and put the Well, I don't know back. what they're trying to do, but the reason that Elliot crosses over is to go, either convince the other Elliot or convince... Tyrell in the group, like, y'all got to work together or else this isn't going to work at all. Maybe. Like it, it is. Uh, so another thing we talked about a lot since season one is Donnie Darko. And this has a heavy Darko oh, vibe. Oh, it's very much Darko it. vibe. Yeah. So. When they uh, came face to face, I was like, this is totally Donnie Darko. <laughs> uh, you know, and like, oh God, I cannot wait to watch the finale. It's been killing me. It's been, uh, what, 24 hours? <laughs> That's about saying it's been two days yet, man. Uh, 
Well, it yeah. might have been. It's two days now. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's been two days now. Um, so, yeah, it's been been rough not to watch it. I wanted to watch it so bad last night. Um, but I didn't. I, I held true. I caught up on everything else. Um, there's a lot of stuff in this episode that, and I'm sure you could Google it or go on Reddit. Uh, we don't have to like touch on everything. If you've been paying attention to the show and you remember a lot of stuff, you see references to things. Um, you know, that, that book, uh, that he's going to give Angela in the alternate universe. That that's a book that they talked about in season one or two, one, I think. Maybe well, two. See, here's the thing about it, too, is what's the key element in Back to the Future Part 2? A uh, book. The book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a magazine, but yeah, it's a book. But it's still a book. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you... Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything early, early on in the episode... Uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff. The moment where Elliot gets to E Corp and finds all the dead people, hacks into the computer, hears the cops, goes to a look out the window, and then turns around and walks back. And uh, the Dark Army's just standing there, and that dude's eating a burger. He's like, "You're in the wrong place." <laughs> it's such a great scene. Just the way it's filmed, that dude's yeah, delivery. Felt, yeah, you nailed it with the Kung Fu movie. It felt like a zombie movie it felt like a tarantino-ish yeah scene yeah like of course the dude or robert rodriguez or or, yeah because he's like i'm you're in the wrong place (laughs) yep so um the camera works fantastic the the line delivery is just brilliant um and uh so yeah like there's a lot of stuff like that but uh a lot of these past few episodes has been pretty straightforward with not much to unpack because it's been about giving us the narrative, you know, being straight. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not still things in there that are hints or whatever. I'm sure again, Reddit, like the article you found, uh, about Mr. Robot in his hat, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and actually kind of touches on a theory that you've talked about you having. Well, mine was more about their, we not knowing what that other person that they were going to, you know, go talk that other personality was. My theory was that it was two versions of the same character, but it was Elliot. And the Reddit theory that I read is there's two versions of the same character, but it being Edward Alderson, one with his hat on, who is Mr. Robot, one with his hat off, who is Edward Alderson. Or vice versa. I can't remember which one was which. It's on Reddit. It's easy to find. Google it. Mr. Robot's hat theory. Uh, That's all you got to do is Google it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, you know, that, like, and I'd like to rewatch the show, uh, maybe not immediately, but in the future, with that in mind, like, when Mr. Robot has the hat on, it is, he's a very firm, like, uh, 
more angry kind of gruff version of Mr. Robot. And when Mr. Robot has the hat off, he's a more loving, nurturing, like caretaker for Elliot, like what you would want his father to be. So yeah, that would be, uh, be pretty interesting. Um, one of the questions I think since I, I don't know if we're ever going to get back to the other version of the universe or if that's done, um, because we only have two episodes left. Um, one of the questions I'm really bummed that we're not going to get answered has to do with Darlene. Like we never really get to do a deep dive on Darlene and like, we know her childhood had to be similar because they were in the same place. But we also know from experience that like, just cause you're living under the same roof doesn't mean your childhoods are similar. Like, it, that's just not the way it works. So, you know, your relationship with your dad is not your sister's relationship with your dad. So it would be interesting to see uh, that past. And I feel like mainly because this is Elliot's story, we're just not ever going to get it. And that's a little bit of a bummer. No, I can agree with you there. So, um, going back to your the Mr. Robot hat theory and your theory about um, uh, Elliot, one of the things uh, you brought up off mic was is so when Elliot we now know Elliot crosses over into this new universe and that's probably what's causing that universe's Elliot to have these like flash migraines and experience. Um, like he calls it E Corp. Uh, he sees a, like a glitch in the matrix for lack of a better term. So you kind of brought up like, do you think that that's like that there's bleed over and maybe that's why our Elliot is the way he is. Like that's what kind of Makes helped get schizophrenic. Almost. Right. Help kind of helped perpetuate that. You know, he's always talking to somebody. Like, is this the person he's been talking to? Like, even though he knows it's not really anybody. Um, and I I brought up like, is that also and this is not I don't know how to say this without like, this is not a, anything to do with like actual transgender people, like solely in the universe of Mr. Robot is the reason white Rose knows that she's not, uh, that man, that minister that, that like, and constantly trying to get to a world where she can be the person she's supposed to be. Is that because in this other universe, she's just that person. Like, and so that's like bleeding over into this universe. So it, it creates this like paradox inside her soul where she feels like she's two different people. Like to me, that's an extremely interesting theory and an interesting take on like 
an identity crisis. You know, and not in a schizophrenic way, just in a, like, people have identity crisis. Like, I, I don't know who the hell I am. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be. I don't feel right. like that, that I am the person that I'm supposed to be. And it, you know, it can lead them to all manner of things, uh, you know. So, th- to me, that I like, that's a very, very interesting theory on why that happens you know like why does your brain do that why why does it create that so um i don't i don't know if that that's what he's trying to get at but like i don't know it's a it's a very mystical answer for something that science knows exists but like can't provide provide definitive answers for right um it made me think of uh what was the john cusack movie that's funny jess brought that up in our last uh my last conversation with her yeah Uh, um where they all exist inside his head yes spoilers for that movie i don't remember what the name of it was um but yeah uh identity is that it I got to think that's what it's called. So, um, I think that is it. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of similar to that. So, so yeah, I agree with you. That's funny she brought that up. Yep, it's identity. John Cusack, Ray Liotta, Amanda P. Uh, Alfred Molina. John C. McGinley, uh, Jake Busey, Rebecca DeMornay. I mean, it's got a great cast. Yeah. I, I need to rewatch it. It's been a while. Yeah, James Mangold directed. Uh, which, if anybody loves Logan, y'all know who James Mangold is. <laughs> Not you, but I mean, it's okay if they love you too, but the movie, uh, Logan. <laughs> yeah, the 310 to Yuma remake, uh, the Johnny the Cash Wolverine. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's... Actually, like, Kate and Leopold, too, which yeah. has a lot to do with time travel and somewhat alternate realities. Yeah. Kate and Leopold, I think, is one of the handful of movies of his I haven't seen because you I'm just like. You haven't seen Kate and Leopold? No, it just feels like something I oh would not God, enjoy. Dude. So I promise you, I thought the same thing, and by the end of the movie, I was like, "That was a really good movie." Um, what is the one with uh? It's Princess something or another. That involves like alternate realities. Uh, I didn't think I would like it either. Uh, it's got Cyclops in it. Oh, um, I didn't see that either. Oh my! Enchanted. Yeah, Enchanted. Yeah, I didn't see that either. So, so I need to watch Kate and Leopold and Enchanted. Uh, most definitely. Oh, that's that's just crap. <laughs> I don't want to watch those movies. 
I'm telling you, I didn't either, man. But after I watched both of them, I was super surprised. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, I'm going to put you on mute because I'm getting a phone call. All right. People are so stupid. My buddy's going to be there tomorrow? It's Christmas. Yeah, but I mean, like, no, it's Christmas. <laughs> like, no, nobody's working. You're off. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, other movies. That... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll put those on the list, man. Maybe. Maybe if I... Shannon? No. Jesus, man. Oh, here comes the the circus. If we're going to wrap this up. We should probably wrap it up about right now. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a ton more to talk about after we watch the finale. We're doing a bunch of wrap-up episodes, so uh, stick with us. Um, and you, you probably get a Christmas present in the form of a uh, Christmas special with some Star Wars talk. Um, hopefully... Uh, coming a little bit later on Christmas Day. Uh, at Mr. Robot Podcast on Twitter, Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail.com, um, uh, xwingfiles.com for everything else we do, and uh, patreon.com slash automatic for the people. And we'll see you guys in a bit. Bye, everybody. Here's a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling Yeah, yeah